Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about strange coincidences. Uh, Kendall, you were hit by a car that was driven by your ex, is that right? My name's Candle. Candle, sorry. sorry. Sorry, that was my producer's fault. Uh, sorry. I changed that there. Candle, um, you were hit by a car that was driven by your ex. I was, I was. I was surprised as you were. I was I was walking, uh, I was walking actually to, uh, I was walking to buy some batteries out of deals, uh, yeah. as you do, mm-hmm. and I was walking down, minding my own business, and wha bang, hit by a Nissan. Yeah. I can't remember the, the actual make, but it was N- Nissan anyway, the company. And that I li- is, is that not the make? Oh, you oh, mean you don't know which type of Nissan? Yes, yes, No, yes, I don't yeah, know yeah, the model. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, look, I've after been in a severe accident. No, I understand. I, you it's, know, it's understandable, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> language is yeah. the best <laughs> So sorry. I you was, lost I, some of your linguistic skills. I did lose oh, some of my yeah. and general knowledge. Yeah, yeah, general yeah. knowledge is gone. I went to a table quiz last week. I'm no good to anyone. Right. Uh, no, but, but your anyway. name is Candle. That was my a mistake. My name is Candle. <laughs> okay, yes, right. yes. And yes. The, the, your ex that hit you, it wasn't intentional, I assume. Well, I don't know. Because right. we left on bad terms before and we yeah. never actually communicated properly about it. Well, so, what, what, what happened? Well, how did you break up? Well, he, he believed in creationism and I felt a bit weird about it. Mm-hmm. I believe in the Yankee Candle way of life and he's more into creationism. You know? Explain to me the Yankee Candle way of life. Well, the Yankee Candle way of life is like, uh, well, first of all, you you, you, you you put your wishes into a Yankee Candle, yeah. uh, the cotton flavour, you know, mm. the smell of fresh laundry. Yeah. You light it, uh, you say a prayer over it, and then the Yankee Candle God will make things happen for you. Right. And he's more into the Christian type of God. Yeah, so you, you know? thought his belief system was strange. I did, yeah, because like, come here, like humans and dinosaurs around at the same time. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's mental. But, you know, the Yankee Candle way of life is not mental. It makes perfect sense. Sure, sure, sure. So when you say um, your name is Candle, was that a, was that a chosen name post-religion or were your parents yan- Yankee Candleists? Well, God cha- chose that name for me. No, my, my parents were run-of-the-mill Catholics. Okay, right. I, 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 went, I walked to um, uh, St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. There was a man. He brought me into a Yankee Candle shop. He said, we're going to get you your Yankee Candle test. And okay. I was like, go on. Because I, I wanted to know what scent I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And were you going through a low point at the time at all? Or? Uh, yeah, I had very low self-esteem yeah. anyway. You yeah. know, I was going out with my ex. He was he was taking down my uh, self-esteem. He, 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 and he kept going on about creationism, right. you know. And I felt with the with the Yankee Candle people, I I just felt really at home. No. I felt spiritually there, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it only cost me two hundred and fifty euro for the first uh, few candles. Really, well, that is quite expensive, though. I mean, for I, yeah, candles. When you think about it, I'm going to live forever, so there's you through know through the candles. Through the candles. Okay, right. The, like it's like um, you're you know like the song. Candle burnt out long before, but your legend never will. Yes. That is our mantra. Okay, like a yeah. hymn almost. Absolutely, right. yes. yes. Um, I'm going to bring in your ex because he's been listening. Nigel. Um, this all started, Dave, when we went to a, to a wax museum. Right. Oh, yes. Of us. We had to go see the Jedward twins. We did. We wanted to see them all. And uh, we went in to, to the wax museum. And look, she'd been... Uh, She'd been starting the candle stuff already. Her name's not Candle, by it the way. It is Candle. It is Candle. She'd been go- she'd gone to the candle shop, okay, and then she suggested, "Oh, will we go see Jedward in the wax museum?" Yes. 
And we did. We go in and we're walking down some of the halls and you know they've added like a mirror section in the in the wax museum now like they do in the house of mirrors and whatnot and you're looking at yourself and you're distorted and oh am I a wax person and I lost her in the fray in that moment and then she came back and she was different Dave and her her skin had a sheen to it and and there was a wick coming out of her arse Right. That was not. That was. That was a tampon. Excuse me. <laughs> so Nigel, um, what do you, what do you think happened there? What I am, what I am certain happened, what I am certain happened is is that my girlfriend was replaced by a figure made of wax. And I and from that day and look, she says, you know, I'm into creationism. What I'm into is a, a human person made of man and woman, not of wax. And I just want my girlfriend back. And I think the only way to do it is to kill this waxen demon who is who is pretending to be her. Right. So you did hit candle with the car on of purpose. Of course I fucking did. <laughs> okay. Uh, what happened at the wax museum? Well, I, I Did when she says happen? I changed, I, I mean, I changed in, in, in my soul when I saw the Van Morrison, uh, uh, the wax man. You know, some people just says it looks like a mannequin with a hat, uh, but no, it's Van Morrison. <laughs> we can all agree that the Van Morrison was resplendent. So you found that like a life altering moment. I did, I did. And yeah, then yeah, I was yeah. like, I have to be with the candle people, yeah, you know, yeah. so that was the that was the way. So I said, now, my name is Candle. Yeah. I've no second name. I'm like Prince. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my name is Candle. I am a candle person. I will buy the candles. I will be the candle. Yeah. I will. I will see the candle. That is the the way. No, and it, I, do you know? I'm sorry was, if you can't accept my way of life. Can you not? It was just a tampon. Can you not accept that? <laughs> no, I'll never accept that. Right. I will never accept that. Okay. I well, would be happy if 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 she bled. I want to. But she doesn't because she's made of wax. Well, I want to bring in a couples counselor uh, who's been listening and thinks he can maybe help you guys resolve this. So this is Bruce. Bruce Digo. Good morning, lads. How are we? How you doing? Are you well? Uh, first of all, Candle, I'd like to extend my love uh, towards you now because I can feel you're in a very tricky situation. Uh, I'm a psychotherapist and very empathetic, so I can feel you there over the radio. Do you know? Good. good. I can hear your suffering inside in your voice. God love you. I am suffering a lot. Now. Right now, will you remind me of your name now, Mister Partner? What's your it's name Nigel. now? Nigel. Nigel. Mr. Nigel. Troublemaker, huh? Now, if what? you're... I'm a couples counsellor now for 20-odd years. Never in my life have I heard the like of this now. You'd want to be a cop yeah. running somebody over with your Nissan. That is a big one. Who goes doing that now? I cannot fathom how you're not seeing that she's made of literal wax. I if can't he see her over the phone. to her fucking face, she'd burn, counsellor. She'd burn. I would not burn. I'd melt. I'd melt. There's a... Di- oh... Uh, if candle identifies the candle, then we must take candle as a candle. We must use the correct pronouns now for candle, whichever yeah. that might be, wick or, or, or match or whatever, do you know? If, if candle thinks they'll melt, if you put a flame to them, then they absolutely will. But what, do you, what they won't do is, is, is put up with being run down by cars now, by people who tell them they love them. Yeah, I mean, what? Nigel, that is whether she identifies as a candle or is a candle. I mean, hitting someone with a car, there's just... I just want... I love my girlfriend and I want her back and I want to be inside her again. Okay. And not just, but not with a car, not with a, a I mean, 
That's not romantic. It's can't be inside me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the port tunnel. No. Do you know what I mean? You can't be inside her. She's dead. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, well. I, I don't answer that. Oh. I am a person, but I'm also a candle. Okay, okay. Do you know, I'm a, I'm a, do you know in Toy Story, mm-hmm. Woody, he's a toy, but yes. he's a person. Well, not, he's more just a toy though, isn't he? No, no, he has feelings. Yeah. He has relationships. Yeah. He has jealousy. A toy That's does true. not have that. That's true. Okay, well, I want but, to bring uh, in. No, but Woody does not have sex. How do you know that? Both Peep and them and him himself have been in a very long relationship. Very true now, yeah. It's very, very clear time. that that boning does not happen between Woody and Bo well, Peep. I don't want to get bogged down too much in Toy Story, though. Uh, I'm going to bring in the... Maybe there's a lot of frottage, you know, just pressing up against each yeah, other. Mutual yeah. rubbing, masturbation probably. is yeah. not sex. Rubbing. Well, look, I want to bring in the uh, Wax Museum manager, uh, Annette Prophet. Uh, what... What do you make of all this? Is is there something going on with the Van Morrison statue or um, Maxi, Maxi Well, Fair? I'm not going to talk about Van Morrison. You know, we've we've addressed that in several uh, tribunals recently, um, so I'm not going to get into that. Um, what I would like to say is that uh, we have had some serious issues with um, the uh, candlists, as as they sometimes call themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, several have been banned from the museum. Um, we've caught them. Um, as you just mentioned, in relation to Toy Story, sort of uh, rubbing up against um, various wax figures, trying to insert wicks. I think there is some misunderstanding between a candle and a wax figure. They're actually very different. There are no wicks. Yeah, in any you of can't our, burn a wax. We can't. We don't. We don't encourage the yeah. the burning of yeah. any of our. And our pieces who would of art. be the most popular celebrity when it comes to the rubbing and like? Did they have a favourite? Um, that would be Michael D Higgins. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's the height. He's quite accessible. He's um, kind of worn down to a nub almost at this stage. Isn't nearly he? nothing of his right hand left. Left. Yeah. Not a finger to yeah. be found. And why with the hand? I'm sorry. It's been yeah, no, it's terrible. And like he's our president, and uh, people need to have more respect. More respect. Yeah, yeah, more yeah, respect. Yeah. Um, he's not a candle, and he's not a dildo. Yeah, he is. He's not a, a sex piece toy. of art in yeah. our museum. Well, that's debatable as well. I'd say. To be fair, Annette, they're keeping you guys in business because no one else wants to go to a wax museum. Um, I would beg to differ. We had seven people over the last six months come in of their own accord. Oh, that's uh, so yeah, well it's a now. big. Who weren't candlists? Um, they. Well, that is, uh, they don't tell us anymore because we yeah. don't let them in. So, um, so, sneaky, sneaky little buggers. <laughs> <laughs> so they could have been candles. They the could point. have been, yeah, yes. So uh, I will concede okay. to that, yeah. Well, look, it, do- it doesn't seem like uh, Candle and Nigel, like you guys are going to um, look, uh, find... Look, Candle, uh, if we can still find a way to make love. I told you, frottage. Is that, would that be enough, Nigel? <sighs> look, I'll give it a go. And you'd be willing to forgive him the whole car... I, down incident? I would if he buys me a Joe Malone candle. I, I'm thinking, you know. Oh, you're you're gonna uh, well, convert? I take it out if I've broke both my legs. I might as well get something out of it and we'll go for the Joe Malone candle. Yeah. Can you do that? That seems I reasonable. I think I understand. Yeah. Can you also say that the candle god is your god above everyone else? We'll never fucking okay. say that. Right, okay, Nigel. Well, I'm we'll ending this conversation. To, we'll have to leave it there. I'm afraid. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for calling in. Um, so we're talking about strange coincidences. Um, Josh, you fell off the roof of three different buildings and each time landed on the same 
person. I absolutely did, yeah. It was a nightmare, Dave. Yeah, how did that happen? Oh, God. So I was working at a new coffee stand, a new Costa, on the top of, um, you know that big glass building there around the case? Can't remember the name of the yes. I've been working there a year and a half, isn't that gas? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, working in the new Costa, I was making a, a, a soy vanilla venti venti. And a gust of wind came and took me away. I'm only eight stone, Dave, right. and that's the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a health and safety problem that my manager never picked up on. Yeah. I should never have been up on that roof, no, right? No, no. Next place I walked in was the Central Bank. This is in 1986 and a half. Okay. And um, same story again. I was up on the roof making coffee. Gust of wind blows me down. And again, the tour time, I was walking on top of the Olympia Theatre in 1992, and the same yeah. thing happened. All three times, I landed on a young man named Seamus. Right. right, and he's got a brittle bone disorder. Oh God! Oh, he does, yeah. yeah. Of course, only me. Do you know? Yeah. I found him every time, and every time he, I smashed all of his little frail bones to pieces. I don't right. know how he's still living. How is he still going? Because yeah. you know, I'm only eight stone, but the velocity you do pick up when you're falling down, yeah, yeah. 50, 60, 70 stories. Yeah. You know, they say if you drop a penny off the Eiffel Tower, you could kill someone. Absolutely. But if yeah. you drop an eight stone man from uh, from Cabra off a building, you never know what you do. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And were you injured each time? I was actually okay. Because Seamus was Broke almost me like, a, a, yeah, and because science, his bones were shattering. Science, you see, yeah. yeah, science. So, um, yeah, I was very lucky every time. A few, a few bruises and scrapes. Yeah. That's not a bit of pseudo cream and a plaster won't fix. Okay, well, look, I want to bring Seamus in. Uh, Seamus, uh, obviously, this is very unfortunate for you. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've, uh, I've actually no bones left, uh, which is a, an unfortunate consequence of a. I've never of heard a, of that. Uh, uh, um, medical marvel, yeah, you might say. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. how do you move around? Uh, uh, I am kept in a small bucket that okay. is um, carried around. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sort of a, a globular uh, puddle. You right. Might say. My God. Um, you don't bear any ill will towards Josh. I mean, it wasn't. Oh, I hate him. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, I absolutely right. uh, despise the lad. Uh, but like, you know, I assume it wasn't intentional. I mean. Obviously, it's very uh, unfortunate. Uh, very unfortunate. Strange coincidence, certainly. Very strange. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd say there's some level of intent there now. Uh, when, when you're constantly taking jobs on, on, on high platforms, I think you've to, you've to wonder about the intent there. Why do you have to be on the tenth floor? Yeah, Josh. What do, you, what do you say to that? Is was there intent? Do you know what? What's funny is, in another life, I think we would have actually been very close. I beg to differ. No, we would have actually in another I really life. Don't. If things hadn't worked out, I think we would have been very close. Everything yeah. about him annoys me t- to my very core. And that's what's gas about us. Do you know what I mean? Is we just have this thing. Banter. I don't know. I d- it's banter. Yeah, yeah, it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely not it banter. No, it is not. Yeah. I hate um, him. Now, when it comes to the question of uh, Jasmine about consent, was it? Yeah, as no, in, I don't think anyone asked you about consent. Well, I mean, did, you, didn't you landed on my body. I think I was the person who didn't have consent. Oh, right. It's just a, it's a hot, it's a buzzword at the moment. I thought you wanted to talk about it. <laughs> anyway, I never meant to fall on anybody, right? Sure. All I was trying to do is serve hot teas and coffees to the cold people of Dublin, right? Yeah, yeah. And if it just so happens that my sly frame means that I'm going to be taken off a bin to float down like a feather in a forest gump. You I don't need heavy feather, I Sorry, suppose. Sorry, you didn't land on me like a feather. That's a yeah. You didn't metaphor. land on me like if a you feather. Le- if you let me finish. <laughs> if you let me finish, please. I'm saying you peace. If I hadn't fallen out of roof like a forest gun feather and fell on you, my life would have been a lot better and a lot more different, all right? But that's just, this is what we're dealing with. Do you know How what I mean? That? We can't keep, we can't keep scrapping over it. How has it affected your life, Josh? It's been awful for me. Yeah? You, were, you weren't injured, though. I am I, a puddle. I, I am yeah. literally a puddle. But you don't understand that I'm completely alone in my life. This has been reported in the papers three times. I go on grinder, nothing happens for me. Fucking tumbleweeds blowing through me hole. 
So hang on a second. People recognize you from the the, the, from the media reports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're like, I'm pseudo famous, to be honest. It could be a social media influence if we got me act together. And they, and they won't date you because of us? No, absolutely not. That's... Who, who would? I'm a monster, am I? I'm a monster. But it was, I mean. And you are. And you are. But you, you know? Josh, you, you, it was an accident. Each time was an now, accident. Now, I would like to address the accident, uh, what he's saying about having no intent. At, at each and every time that he came careering towards me, I heard him say, get under me, Shane, get under me. You Seamus. know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe Shane, maybe he thought I looked like a Shane in his life. Okay. Maybe he thought I was an ex. Yeah. Uh, every time. Every time. You know, that's so typical you, Seamus, to, to, to phrase it that way. Because when I said get under me, I meant like catch me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, after the first time, you knew the drill. It happened three times. You knew the poxy drill. I'd James. hardly a bone. I'd hardly a bone I left think, in my body. I think at this stage you just want to be that person. You just want to be a victim, and you just want to. You you're just looking for sympathy because you're clearly not getting something in your life. Josh, God. are you saying that Seamus did this deliberately? Oh, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, so he was each time waiting underneath. Seamus hoping. has something I call attention deficit disorder. Right. He has a serious deficit of attention. Okay. Yeah. And he needs to get it somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So if he wants to intrude on my life and try and make me look like a demon and a villain with, with a slanderous lies yeah. about my conduct, I don't let him. Okay, well look, thanks so much for your call guys. Um, it's, it is a very strange coincidence and a really interesting story. Thank you so much for both for coming on. This show is supported through our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show you can become a patron today and you get lots of lovely bonus content the show is completely free but if you could support us with the price of a cup of coffee or a pint once a month that would be great if you can't support us financially please spread the word tell some friends or do a little insta story about us if you haven't already please rate and review us on itunes as it really helps people to find the show okay my guest in studio today is edwina shrinker a psychologist specializing in family dynamics and the author of the book parents for life Embracing a Full Nest. Edwina, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me on, David. Uh, Thank your, you. Your book is about this phenomenon of, of, of millennials who won't move out of their parents' home. And you, you believe parents need to just get on board and, and accept it and embrace it even. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. I believe in the gig sharing uh, economy, do you know? So yeah. that means sharing your life with your children. Just think of it like an Airbnb without getting paid and emotional abuse. Yeah, but but, mm. but what's the upshot then for parents? Like, because no one really wants to Airbnb their place except they get good, really good money out of it. Well, as I said, gig sharing mentality, gig share. You know, there is no real upsides to modern life at the moment, anyway. So yes. you know, so embrace it because embrace uh, because the world is going to end in yeah. about eighty five years, yeah, yeah, and yeah. sure, where are we now? You know, exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, I I see I see your point there. Mm. Um, everything's terrible, but let's not get hung up on it absolutely and I have I have um, I have rented out my room to non-relatives and I haven't been able to be verbally abusive to them without you know maybe the police get involved yeah, and yeah. I, if they're if they're related to you that doesn't happen you're grand it's good yeah. okay so there is upsides mm. do you have kids yourself uh, yes, I have many kids. I have 14 children. 14 children. Mm. And they all live with you? Uh, no, half of them joined Blazing Squad uh, in the early 2000s. So they, they were able to fly the nest and, yeah. be, and be successful. How are they doing now? What, are they still touring and stuff? Or? Uh, 
I think there's a big thing in the sort of nostalgia for that for that era now. They're probably doing a lot of comeback stuff, are they? There is, there is, but um, Kenzie is not emotionally able to 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 rejoin at the moment. So um, I actually have Kenzie uh, living in the hot press. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's back there, but the rest are flourishing. Flourishing. Yeah. One of them uh, owns a uh, a car wash business. Okay. And they do very good trade at Christmas. The tips are massive. And he, he trades off the blazing score. Kind of, yes, fame he does. He does what, the, the, yeah. yeah the car he wash. says, See you at the car wash, yeah. you know, gonna get so foamy. See yeah. you, okay. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, look, I want to bring on some um callers uh, who've got some questions, I suppose, about this um, this okay. topic. Um, Gary, all your kids have moved back in with you, have you? So, they've all moved back in, but that that, that happened a while ago, yeah. Uh, How many kids do you have? I have uh, four. Four kids, Four and they're kids. all living with you. They're all living with me. Uh, so they moved back in with me about oh, 15 years ago. Okay. I've told them uh, that they uh, can't go outside because there's been a nuclear winter. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so that so do you live in a kind of a bunker type thing? or You could call it a bunker. I call it a funker. I mean, this must be a common enough story, though, is it? Oh, it is. It is, and Gary, I totally understand. I, I, I wonder now at this stage with with your family under your roof, how are boundaries? Like, what boundaries are you setting? For instance, with my, um, oh, hello, hello. Sorry, that's Kenzie. He gets very needy uh, when I'm gone, so I have to reassure. Wait, there. Sorry, Kenzie, Kenzie. I'll be, I'll be home. I'll be home soon. Okay, no. Don't, don't, everything's going to be okay, right? Lovely, all right, no, I love you too, okay, right. Sorry, uh, put that on the side. Yeah, please. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, the boundaries are very important. For instance, uh, with my with my lads now, um, the bathroom time, there's only one bathroom and quite a lot of Blazing Squad and my other children. And uh, to be honest with you, the, the, the pipes were, were getting blocked up. Mm. Um you know, because they would have their own individual time. There's not a lot of privacy mm. in the house and maybe the only bit of privacy you'd get is in the bathroom right. and it did create quite a stockpile. Right, yeah, mm. backed up. And yeah. it's, Sorry, Gary. It, it, they were wanking in the shower. That's okay. what I said, sorry. And that caused uh, plumbing problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, Edwina was saying earlier that like the, the benefit, one of the main benefits of having your kids uh, back at home is that you can emotionally abuse them. Um, is that something that you found good well, with your you, kids? Well, you see, the problem, the problem, what's happened now is, and I try and stay out of this as best I can, um, but they have seemed to have forgotten their human lives before we've gone into the bunker and what that meant. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of incest. Right. And is that yeah. something you've discouraged, or, Gary? Or I've tried to. Yeah. But, I mean, really, honestly, I don't know what... It's like they, you see, when I I was uh, tricking them, I, I, I'm not, I won't say tricking. What I, when I was trying to, you know, persuade them into this bunker idea, I was like, how am I going to make them think that, that something's happened? So what I did was I, um, I drugged them yeah. and I did, uh, I drugged them too much, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and that's when it started? Well, that's when they forgot who they were before the bunker. Right, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. I tried to explain the concept of siblings and family. Okay, they had actually forgotten everything in relation to that as well. Yeah, no, they they pretty much turned into just... Zombies, kind of. A blank 
space. Okay, a lovely yeah. blank space family. That's beautiful. It's kind of ironic that you've ended up in a bunker with zombies rather than, you know, because that's well, where often there's people no would flesh eating. Or no, no, like no. That. But you know, just it's incest. just that's... they're just incest zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Okay, stay on the line, Gary. I'm going to bring on some other callers. Uh, Lizzie, your mother is wrecking your head. Is she? Oh my god, she's so annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, <clears throat> she's a. Uh, yeah, she's just like present in the house a lot, which is wrecked my fucking head. You know? yeah. <laughs> you know but she's I mean? let you move back in. Uh, I've never moved out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I'm 45. Yeah. And do you not think, though, it's her house that she she has a right to be there or? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. But uh, she was actually gifted gifted the house uh, by her uh, manager in work uh, several years ago. So I beg to differ. You know, I think she she owes it to me. Really, why, her, why, why, why do you make that um, claim? I'm really like friendly. Um, I'd make her toast the odd time uh, if she's uh, hungry. That is a good point. That is a good point. Uh, also, like, are are you alive at the moment? Uh, no, I'm not. No. I, I, you see, I knew it. Why? I knew it. Uh, this is the uh, ghost children. Oh, okay. um, you know, they, they they can't do much else than put on a toaster. So you know, I I see. That's very good that you're doing that for your your mother. You're letting her know you're still there. Yeah, and I'll just kind of fuck with her sometimes. I might uh, uh light the odd candle. Um, I kind of shuffle shuffle things around. Uh, but I don't have much power. Also, like I I sense that maybe you you haven't found your killer yet, and you're shuffling stuff around to maybe push your mum to push the police onwards. Yeah, I think she kind of just keeps. Uh, there's a lot of talk about a draft. Um. Mm. Uh, so I don't think I'm really getting through to her. I'm kind of sh- I'm sh- shuffling various uh, books on murder around. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and she kind of just looks at it and goes, "Oh, oh, oh there's that that crack in the door again." The, um. And uh, yeah. yeah. And then when the candle lights, she goes, "Oh, there's that that draft." And uh, when the toaster mm. goes on, similar enough, similar enough phrase. She 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 thinks the toast is related to the the draft as well. She or? thinks uh, all of it. Yeah, the the toast, the uh, the sometimes I'll make her a cup of tea, yeah. um, and mm. that kind of floats towards her, and she goes, "Oh, someone's left the fucking door open again." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What I was thinking, if you could like maybe maneuver the toaster where it can burn a bit and like burn yeah. messages into the toast, like burn the house down, maybe. Or I was thinking more like a slice of toast that just says, "I know who murdered me." Please find them. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I have tried to do that before, but I kind of just I could only get the the, the constant letters uh, vowels are very hard to burn into toast. Right. Oh right, so it yes. was hard to decipher. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, well, look, um, your mum has been listening in. Great. Um, okay. So, uh, Lynn. Good morning, lads. How are we? You you heard um, Lizzie, and 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 recognised her voice. Is that I right? I did now, and I said I know that voice. Now I'm sitting here now having a slice of toast. Would you believe? <laughs> with marmalade Class, classic me classic I love me. it now and uh, oh yeah the last few weeks now since my daughter drowned in a river there's been some very strange occurrences around my home there's been a draft now blowing in and putting on toast Yeah. and when I pull out the toast there'll just be letters on it but only only uh, letters with hard sounds like K's and R's you never have an E or an I or an E yeah, or a U yeah. do you know what I so mean so hard to do you know make what out what, what very hard to decipher now yeah. I learned that word from one of my Jackie Collins books yeah. anyway um, I, I don't know what to be doing now but I didn't I, didn't I listen to the radio there this morning now and after I heard my lovely daughter speaking how are you darling whereabouts are you uh, are you coming um, home dead. Um, oh yeah I've got yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. That's yeah. key. But you are but still around, inhabiting the house. Still inhabiting. Yeah, yeah, I'm here behind nice. you. Uh, just We're floating around. Now. Just you're on the left-hand side there of your the ear. Ah, uh, oh, there, oh, there you are yeah, now. Yeah. I'm just going to blow gently. 
onto your face. Oh, there you go. Oh, I can yeah, that's, well, that's me. lovely. That's definitely yeah. not a draft now, is it? Well, that's that should explain it. Uh, now. Isn't yeah. that something? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god, it's a classic oh misunderstanding. I think. Listen, Lizzie, I know you were you were murdered. Is that right? Uh, I was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want you to uh, necessarily name the the person, but can you give your mum some kind of indication that would maybe? help her to get to the bottom of us or yeah um uh well i i was underwater yes um, so i, I don't know what you're doing underwater now silly thing to do <laughs> well someone was holding my head down oh, okay so, so you don't actually know who it was um i felt the the kind of soft skin of a female hand i, okay. I think yeah um maybe some kind of a nail extension okay. uh on there um do you reckon that would be Debbie who does the shellacs now in the shopping uh, centre of the well, Whitewater? Uh, I don't like her now. She's a queer look in her eye. Yeah, well, that's what I'm kind of... I, I think maybe you might need to pay her a, a visit of okay. sorts. Oh, I will now. Get your nails done. I might, well, I mm. might get them done for free now she's after murdering yeah. my daughter. Kill what? two birds with one stone. Kill two two daughters with one Oh, you still haven't lost your sense of humour now up there. Are you in heaven at all now? Or are you just... Not at all, no. Ah, no. right. No, no, no. Okay. Very much caught between worlds. All right, so all the commun- money we spent at the communion dress, the confirmation, getting the restaurant, all that waste of money. Oh, complete down the oh, drain down well, the drain though, to be fair you know Lizzie is trapped between worlds possibly because she needs to avenge uh, her death what a great that's a very good point so if it is Debbie in fact who murdered her and you're able to wreak some kind of vengeance on her right. then it's possible that Lizzie will pass over alright now uh, give her a bad now, review on Yelp oh that's a good idea mm. oh, yeah, on the that's, internet that's the yes. internet yeah, yeah yeah well, now, does she own the the, the nail she salon she does it be called Debbie's Nails now okay Debbie's so Debbie's Nails uh, well let's not give her any business um if you gave her a bad Yelp review, I mean that that would go some way, I'm sure, to like you know to reconcile. Well, what I was thinking now is if I went in there with a the big Ziploc bag, like the one you might put the turkey in at Christmas if you wanted to to baste it or yeah. something, I might get one of those and I'll wrap it around her head. Yeah, I take an old extension cord out of the utility drawer. Yeah, wrap it around it and I'd strangle her now till she died. Now, That's my only very concern specific. there now. You, you literally just came up with that just my, now. Off the top of my head. Oh right, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Off the cuff. My only concern there now is if she became a ghost as well, would she be bothering my daughter now? Mm. Do you know? Well, she see, could have a bit of unfinished business as well now. Right? Here, this that, this yeah. is the catch twenty two because Lizzie could pass on, but then Debbie might not. She could be bothering me then, and exactly. I'd have no one to do my nails. Yeah, yeah. And and she's to, oh she's not going to be making your toast and tea. Yeah, that's the truth now. You know? So she's going to do the slacks the odd time now, but that should be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's why I think Yelp review one star. Great at nails, but murdered my daughter. You know that's. <laughs> That's yeah. perfect. It's yeah. simple now. It's simple. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep it to pe- the point. And people, yeah. I think, when they Don't see that, will be like, you know? "Oh, the nails are good." Yeah. But the murder. It's you know, it does, it does over, it does over. Uh, yeah, it overshadows <laughs> the because no one wants good nails. You can't that, that much. Very, yeah. She does really good cuticle work. I oh, love that. that. Again, yeah. let's not yeah. give her... I don't, I know, I don't want this to become an advertisement for Debbie's She's nails, okay? Very talented artist. Okay, guys, I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Anna Mamelis, Alison Spittle, John Denny, and Sophie Jo Watson. <laughs> guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will have a work-in-progress show in Seen and Heard. Uh... And it's on um, the 28th of February at (laughs) 7-ish, 7.15, I think. 
or maybe later. There's two different times. This is yeah, the problem. It's too, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And then the and then the first of March at another time. It's called it's called the Symphony of Worms, which I already hate that name because I came up with it before I started writing it, and now it has no relation to it at all. Okay, but it'll be about um uh death and and come probably. Well, death and worms, they're connected. Oh, yeah, yeah, Something about exactly. worms playing and, instruments. And sperm are little worms. That's you know true. I mean? yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for writing my show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. Uh, John? Uh, my drag alter ego, Evoke a Reaction, will have their first solo show called Big Girls Blouse. Uh, also work in progress in the Scene and Heard Festival. And that's the 22nd and 23rd of February at 9.15pm. Tickets are 10 and 12. You're unavailable from www.smallcally.com. That's www.smallcally.com. See, that's, that's where Hannah, you can find me too. Yeah, but you don't know what time it's at, <laughs> Hannah. So. That's the kind of information you need to have at your fingertips. <laughs> I'm eating a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Joe. Um, I will be doing the Waterford Whispers tour in May and June. Uh, dates are to be confirmed, I think. And you can find them on the Waterford Whispers websites. Keep an eye on that. Did you say you're doing three arena earlier? Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Plug that. Fuck? Yeah. Uh, for the comic relief gig in, oh, in cool. three arena on Paddy's Day. So you can get tickets for that and it's for a really good cause. So Brilliant. that'll be great. Fair play. I am doing Vigor Street on the 30th of March with my show Alison Spittle Makes a Show of Herself. Also in the Seen and Heard Festival on the 19th of February and 20th of February I wrote this play called Starlet and it stars Peter McGann, Roxana Nicleem and it's directed by Simon Mulholland. So I'm very excited by that. And also I think I'm doing a work in progress with Seen and Heard um, called Alison Spittle, Mother of Christ. I'm trying to write a new show about Mary, the Virgin Mother and I think that's going to be like this is let's say it is happening uh, so uh, the, tw- the 21st of February and the 1st of March I think as well cool so that's what I'm doing so are tickets for that on sale or not they probably they will, will be, be by the yeah, time yeah, this yeah, is out yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah and I'll just it'll be shite like, like <laughs> just to tell you the Mary Mother God thing will be like very rough. Rough. Okay. Lower your expectations, yeah, please guys. Lower your expectations. <laughs> go to the Vicar Street show or Starlet. Like, <laughs> don't go. <laughs> if you go to all three, fair enough. Yeah, but don't yeah. go to the very one. To, to just the one. Yeah, as a reflection yeah. of my work. <laughs> don't make it the first time you ever go and see Alice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, brilliant. Thank you, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. That was a mad one. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.